Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. I'm melting right now. Yeah, you, you misjudged <laughs> the weather. Yeah, I rode my bike to your place, and I don't get an accurate feel for the weather in my in my place, because right. the, the way the sun hits it, it takes a while for it to feel as warm as it is outside. So I'm sitting in my place, and I'm like, yeah, it's like probably 63, throw on like a jacket. Yeah. Halfway here, I'm like, <laughs> God, it's only, it, if, if only there was like a phone that had a weather app. Yeah. I looked that up, though, <laughs> and it, it said wrong? cloudy... And then it said like 68, but I never, it's, I'm like, it's never 68 exactly. and biking to me seems like no that's jacket. That's warm. Yeah, yeah. That's a no jacket situation. But I was like, it's probably not really 68. Okay. And then, because I'm like, what well, part of Los Angeles is this thing. I will say that the weather app on my iPhone is wrong all the time. It's always off yeah, by a couple degrees. No, I mean like it. it's raining. It'll be pouring rain and it'll stay cloudy. What weather app do you use? I don't know. The one that just lives in the phone. Yeah, that's what I use. But like sometimes they use satellites based on in like certain parts of town. Right. So odds are this one's downtown because always be like the weather in LA. It's usually oh, yeah. downtown. And then Santa Monica, it's always twelve degrees cooler. Yeah. So I always have to look up individual. Like if I'm going to Santa Monica, what's the weather like there? Also, all the satellites are run by the Illuminati. That's that's a very good point. So I don't. I mean, it's yeah. like, what are they The weather trying? yesterday was give money to the government. Yeah, so it's like, what exactly? <laughs> you got to take into account, like, what the yeah. temperature is telling you to spend money on. Yeah. So Mine told me to open a, a Chase Bank account. Yeah, that makes sense. And don't ask for interest. Yeah, mine told weird. me to be into whatever company Charter's merging with. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Don't, um, be- don't believe in the media ever. Right now, someone on the East Coast is like, fuck you and your weather complaints. I'm like, <laughs> it's two degrees cooler than it really is. It's like snowing somewhere. Yawn, East Coast. Yeah. Yay, West Coast. <laughs> uh, our guest today, though, it lives in New York. He does. And he visited us to... To tell us about his book. Our guest today is Chris Black. He just put out a book called I Know You Think You Know It All. Uh, advice and observations for you to stand apart in public and online. Uh, it's a really funny book. It's mostly collected kind of little short blurbs, kind of like tweets. And it's basically just him giving like advice about how to behave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's an interesting dude. He's done a lot of writing. He worked in the music industry. And then now he does like kind of culture consulting type stuff. And yeah, he's, this book is good and it's funny. And he yeah, just know he's a dude that knows a lot of shit. Yeah, he's just like tapped in to yeah. like... Pop, not maybe pop culture, like celebrity stuff. But yeah, like, I don't even know how to word it. Like, well, the thing I like he said, popular culture, I guess. Yeah, the thing I like he said, he's like, I want to know everything. Yeah, <laughs> which like literally, it's like okay, and and that's what's cool about the internet is you actually kind of can, you can get pretty yeah. close. He's like, I just want to know everything about everything. Yeah, you can get a glimpse into literally anything you're curious about. And yeah, if you really want to go way deep. Yeah, but yeah, he's just a curious dude. Yeah, um, and the book's cool and. Right now, you're probably like, well, why don't you read some excerpts? Is because we do that in the episode. Yeah. Where we discuss it, why, where he, uh, where the idea came from and why he wanted to do it. And and then we just like flip to random pages and read some and go, explain what you mean by that. Yeah. Why do you think that? So there's some funny stuff and there's some like stuff where you're like, yeah, people should stop doing that. Yeah. Or yeah, why I do agree with that. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Uh, and then where do we follow him on... 
Twitter and Instagram does he have one? At Done to Death Projects. Uh-huh. His website is done to death That's a good hub for like finding all his shit. There we go. Yeah. And uh, the book is cool. It's on Powerhouse Press. Read this what this is called. PH, I'm guessing. Yeah, Powerhouse Books. Sorry. Powerhouse Books, which is in Brooklyn. Uh, it's a fun book. The cool thing about the book is you can sit down and read most of it all in one sitting. It's just like it's a good like sit down and make yourself laugh book quickly. Yeah, it's a cool Yeah, you throw it on the coffee table and uh, friends come over and we'll be like, Hey, what is that? And then you can just like kind of read a few. It's a cool I think I told him this in the episode, it's a cool conversation starter. Yeah. If you're at a party, you just like read one or two and it creates a conversation because someone's always going to disagree with like, you know, he has a thought on what, how you should act at a museum yeah, or like don't put whatever kind of art on your wall yeah. or like, uh, you know, don't be a snob about X, Y, and Z. And someone's always going to go, oh, I disagree with that. And then it'll be 30 minutes. I mean, we never found wrong. this one on the book, but I found it when we were flipping through it. There is one that says, don't be a coffee guy or a bike guy and definitely don't be both. <laughs> <laughs> and when we were flipping through it, I was like, I wonder if Nick's going to find this one. You should you, you didn't read that one out loud. <laughs> no. See, that's a great example of where he would say that and I would be like, listen, motherfucker. <laughs> where he yeah. would overreact from an emotional point Absolutely, of yeah. And then we would have a spirited debate. <laughs> That would end in me throwing a bike through someone's window or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was fun. He's a cool dude, super yeah. fucking high energy and into what he's into, which is always cool to have yeah. when you have a guest on any podcast, including this one. Uh, so real fast, uh, thank you guys for A, buying the shirts, yeah. the occasional shirts, and B, posting pictures of yourselves in them. That's, yeah, that's really awesome. cool for us to like retweet and be like, hey... Look at these cute girls wearing these shirts. We've only like had only I think a couple of guys. Yeah, mostly, like a lot of girls. Mostly girls have been sending us pictures. Girls like horses, man. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> My plan worked perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if yours are still coming in the mail, I know that some have gotten there a little sooner, and some are probably taking a little longer. I don't know why that is. A couple of people have asked. I don't work for. Whoever's shipping the shirt. I'm not, yeah. I don't work for the post office or FedEx or whatever. Um, but uh, your shirts will get there. And if they have, uh, take a picture of you in it or it sitting somewhere cool looking and <laughs> post it on the internet so we can repost it as, uh, you know, kind of advertisement. Yeah. Um, and also, do you live in the city of Lexington, Kentucky? <laughs> because if you do, I'm going to be at Comedy Off Broadway <laughs> July 17th through 19th. Come to that. And how about San Antonio, Texas, July 31st through August 2nd? Uh, I'm still waiting to hear about this Vegas gig, but that'll either happen in June or July. So if you live in Vegas, uh, I might be there for like five or six fucking days doing stand-up. And if I do, I'm going to ask for non-Vegas-y things to do when I'm there. Go to the Jet Puff Marshmallow Factory. That's I'm absolutely doing that. Yeah. Before I even check into the hotel. Okay. <laughs> um, and how we should give a little, like, teaser maybe a little bit. If you are a cat person. Oh, yeah. Upcoming app. We have a special. And we're not even going to disclose any more information. Okay. Then it's a special episode yeah. that has a lot to do with cats in a really kind of weird... I think it's only anything to do with cats. Yeah. So in a very specific, ready, ready yourself, sort of weird way. 
So that episode's coming in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And as well as a music one mm-hmm. uh, that both of us are a little nervous about recording. It's a bad idea. Yeah. It has to do with like deep emotional connections to music. Yep. It's a bad idea. And the reason I'm, in, I'm saying it out loud into a into the intros to make us do it yeah we absolutely have to do it now yep so those are your teasers and uh <laughs> what else i think that's it i'll be at the store this week that's it neil show was great last night by the way was good yeah hot sold one. out sold out hot show hot show there were some cute fucking girls in there too didn't notice and i had oh yeah uh and i had to fucking leave to go do a set at the <laughs> goddamn comedy store yep but yeah, I was walking through. I'm like, yes, yes, you. I gotta go. <laughs> See you later. Fuck. Uh, always a good show. Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Westside Comedy Theater. Neil Brennan and Friends, hosted by me every week. Yeah, it's such dude. It's such a good show. Yep. Um, all right, well, that's, that's it. it. We hope you enjoyed this episode because we enjoyed recording it for Chris you. Chris Black. Have a good week. Chris Black, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. You already had the <laughs> mic down. You're like, let me take a break. I'm holding this mic is <laughs> good timing. Good timing. Good timing. Be here. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool when we've never met a guest <laughs> until they're on. Oh, is that rare? Yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's only happened like once or twice. Oh, either great. we don't have guests, or we like do, and it's, it's a like some comedian. Mostly, it's like a dirtbag who's in the car. At where we're driving to my house, like, should we just do this? Do you know anything about this subject? Uh, yeah, you can yeah. talk about this, right? Come inside. Yeah, yeah. come yeah. with me. We don't. I mean, that's the thing. I was like, <coughs> someone who's finished a book, pretty fancy. <laughs> and by the way, I mean, maybe just read a whole book, let alone like sat down. I've re- I've read less than I've written, so there's, there's that. I have that going. For, I have that going yeah. for me. I think. Yeah. <laughs> This I, your book is the first book you've probably read. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you proofread. You know, I only had to because yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to proofread it. it was, you had it was, to brag about. It. Yeah, I just read this really good book. Who's the bike? Doesn't matter. But I finished it. Don't worry about it. I did it all in an hour and a half. I feel good about it. I feel like I comprehended. You know. Yeah. So give us. Um, I did. A, I mean, we did like a little research before you sure. came on. But for like our listeners who don't know, give us like some backstory um, of who you are. Well, Where you come from? I'm a man. Okay. Yeah, you are. Um, I am from Atlanta, Georgia, originally. Um, you can smoke in their airport still. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, you can. I, I, I can't believe it. I think there's more airports like that than we realize, but Atlanta is such a high-traffic airport that we all know that, you know, because yeah. you have to go through there to go anywhere. The little smoking glass, like, atriums that some airports have are dark. That's what this is. That's what yeah. it is, yeah. That's a and dark moment in there. It doesn't keep the smoke out it's a no. it's a door that's open half the time so because yeah, people are constantly going yeah. in and out so that and area you, just smells like you smoke smell and that sweet smell of uh, yeah. cigarettes and you're like do i want one now i'm glad i'm not i as cool as smoking looks i'm glad that i don't want to smoke that's never been a an issue for that's me good. i mean I have, I have plenty of other issues that's right. just not one for that's me. one of your rules in here we can get to it that's true yeah well, anyway so yeah i'm from atlanta um i i relocated to new york uh like seven or eight years ago at this point um i used to manage bands um so i was in the music business for a long time um i saw the bottom falling out of that uh i had a tiny bit of foresight to see there was no money left in that game (laughs) um and then i uh so when i got to new york I, i i had been friends and worked with vice for a very long time before they were you know 
the media conglomerate that they yeah. are now. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Uh, it's it's very weird, and it's very weird because the people that I I know that I've known for ten years are now like bosses just because they've been there. Yeah, and that's the culture there. It's like a Nike kind of thing where it's like, mm-hmm. yo, you you're about this. Like you come in early, you stay late. Like we're a team, and it's very much that kind <laughs> of environment did you work with gavin mcginnis at all no i was that was post Gavin. i mean gone. i knew i i mean i was my friends were working for him right and i had interacted with him but when it when i was doing so i did a project with them for a tequila company okay. so i was like the face of this tequila company it was pretty funny so we would we would like <laughs> fly around and i would host these like little short I mean, this is pretty early on in like social media. You yeah. know, it was it was pretty early on to have a guy that was doing that. Yeah. Um, so we would. The, my favorite one, or the or the most interesting story is probably um, the World Championships of dog surfing in San Diego. Of course, it's in San Diego. Of course, it's, I you know I I love California jokes because I like romanticized California. So any California, oh San Diego, of course. dumbest city in America. <laughs> so we went there, and it was like so I would you know. I'm on camera, I'm making, you know, whatever bullshitting, and then I fake interview a dog or, you know, whatever, like, you know, to make Now I'm kind of in. Now I'm in. Yeah. 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 We went to New Orleans for Mardi Gras, and I distinctly remember, which was a fucking nightmare, but I distinctly remember, you know, we were trying to get a... um, a long shot of me like standing in the middle of the street like when it was super crazy just getting hit in the face with beads like over and over and over just like whipped at my face anyway so i did this stuff with this tequila company um and it was it was really fun it taught me a lot um but and then that's kind of i just started working with brands as like a you know consultant a strategist and it, it's now mostly fashion stuff so new balance is my big client that i work with all the time the skate stuff or the regular brand regular brand the okay. skate stuff is doing very well though is that they, true they have a great team yeah um, their team's really and good. the videos they're making are incredible yeah um they're spending a lot of money on that okay uh so yeah i work with new balance and i've, I've worked with different filmmakers you know producing a lot of fashion like short fashion films uh-huh. um and then i got into you know i've, I've I never really planned to get into writing. I mean, you know, I guess when you're opinionated, it kind of, you know. Yeah, you're like, I got to put it somewhere. Yeah, I got to put it somewhere. <laughs> it so I stay in my head. You know, I contributed like back in the day. It, was, it started with Paper Magazine, you know, and then and it's moved on. I have a weekly thing I do for Style.com, which mm-hmm. is super fun because they kind of let me just, you know. If I like you, I send a photographer. We right. talk a little bit. We put it up. It's very open in that way. So it's super interesting for me. Um What's the coolest thing you think you got onto style.com? You were like, I can't wait till the world knows about blank. Uh, honestly, the cactus store in Echo Park. What, what is that? It's called Hot Cactus. I've Great name. There. It's Great amazing. Name. It's a tiny little hole in the wall. Uh, a friend of a friend um, introduced me to them. It's dope. I mean, obviously, the photos are amazing because it's a room full. I mean, <laughs> if, you, if you read it, if you go look at it, the guy... The guy who who owns it, it's for they they used to work for Commune, the design firm, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's a handful of those guys, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. And then one of their uncles is like a his story is crazy. He was like a bonsai guy, but he was like an immigrant and felt like the bonsai community wasn't <sighs> welcoming to him. Basically, whoa. So he got super into cacti. Whoa. So they have crazy shit that you cannot get anywhere. It's it's a it's a whole thing. I'm and it's tiny. It's dope. Yeah, I'll I'll show you the what link. What does a cactus cost? It can cost a lot depending Dang. on what you get. You know. Wow, Fuck. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, 
So that was that was one was really interesting because I and it did well. I mean, some of them do well, some of them don't. You know, it just, it just depends. Um, but I try to you know I try to make it interesting. You know, or at least or at least <laughs> yeah, be doing yeah. somebody a favor. It has to be interesting or doing somebody a favor. Yeah. Maybe both. Maybe if we're, if I'm lucky, lucky, you know, yeah. if I'm lucky. Well, I noticed for following you on Twitter, you have a what seems to be a massive like media awareness. Sure. I mean, if you're reading all these articles, you're posting links to. I'm like. God damn it. I would say 75%. If it's a great headline, I'll just let it go. You know, I mean, to, you know, yeah. as long as there's nothing. Uh, yeah, well, I, you know, um, I was pretty early on Twitter and I, I really liked it and I realized, you know, pretty pretty quickly that what what's the point? If you're not, you know, like you guys can tell jokes. That's funny. That's what you do. Right. Um, I'm not going to show my lunch or like me at the gym or whatever (laughs) bullshit I'm doing all day. Like sitting in front of a MacBook is not interesting. So I I thought that was the best usage of, of the medium, you know? No, it it makes it a lot. It's way easier on me because I like for real. I mean, that's what I look for when I follow anything media based. I look for someone who tries way harder than me. Sure. I'm like, it's, you're like a, you're like a small huff post of things that are cool as opposed to where, you know, Huffington post is like a garage sale. Yes, it is. You're like more of a like more of a curated situation where I'm My, like, oh, I'll just go to his page and see what people are talking that's, about. I mean, and I started getting a really good response. I mean, obviously, it doesn't mean shit because you can't make any money, and I don't, you know, and to from a larger standpoint, it, it, you know, I don't have that many followers, really. You know what I mean? It's like in the in the world of people who get paid to t- right. tweet, mm-hmm. it's nothing. But it's a high quality, is what yeah, I like to think. Makers. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like the, you know, I see who it is. It's these editors from magazines. It's artists. It's the yeah. comedians. It's these people that I I like. So it's it makes it worth it for me. I love knowing you. Oh, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, I just I like knowing everything, and I'm interested in a lot of things. Um, so if I can be the the person that people look for for that, that's that's my. That's my service to the world. <laughs> you know? If that's what I can contribute, then that's fine with me. You know. Yeah. When did you decide to like? All right, I should. Did someone come to you and be like, "Do you want to put this stuff into a book?" Or were you like, "Maybe I could put"? Did you like go around and pitch it? No, I didn't pitch it at all. Actually, uh, the the publisher Wes Delvell, um, who's a publisher at powerhouse, appro- I know him socially, and he approached me about it. Um, he was like, "My wife and I think there's something funny here," um, and I. You know, like like I think about the information part. I don't think about the my two cents as often. You know, right. that just I do, and it's out there. You know what I mean? What did um, they see that they thought was funny? Was it stuff you were posting on Twitter? Or? It was stuff I was okay. posting on Twitter. It was it was the the, the commentary, the two cents, like okay, the opinionated, yeah. the more mm-hmm. like don't do this, do this kind of stuff. Right. Um, so he came to me and asked me about it, and he was like, "All right." And then a week later, he hit me with like fifty that he thought would work right off the bat. Um. So, so he started doing work for you. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go that's look exactly, through. exactly. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just read one. Don't retweet your mom. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's pretty sound advice. You know, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not over the top. But yeah. So he approached me. Um, and it was. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this because I wasn't. But you can download your entire Twitter yeah. history into an Excel file, yeah. which is the. M- for this purpose, incredibly helpful and incredibly embarrassing at the same time. Yeah. Because yeah. I went all the way back. So I, I worked with an assistant um, here named Nikki Jaggerman. 
um, who is like a, you know, she does UCB stuff and mm-hmm. she's young, a little younger than me. So I thought it would be helpful to have someone that's a female and younger and not married, you know, right, to right. Give a little, you know, like I can make a tender joke, but I need a little help, you know, like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not really my wheelhouse. So right. I came to LA, um, and we would just sit for, you know, eight, 10 hours a day and, and get it tight. And we just organized everything into categories so we didn't overdo it with anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty. It was. It was much more difficult than I thought it would be, but it was also very fun and very gratifying. You know, that's cool. Now, what did you? Because these are all your thoughts that have like you've had over. There's some. There's some kind of like six or seven years. So, what did you? What do you think you learned about yourself by the time you were done? Well, like, oh, I didn't know I cared so much about that. Well, you know what came up all the time, which I think is so funny, is coffee. And I don't even really give a shit. I mean, sure, I'm going to go to the better place. Right. Like, I'm always going to go to... I would never go to a Starbucks unless I'm in my you know, my in parents' house in the suburbs and I have yeah. no choice. But, like, but there was, like, 15 about... We, we got to cut some of these coffee. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I don't really care. I don't even really care that much <laughs> about that. But I, it's it comes up a lot because it's something that's going on. So yeah. I talked about it a lot over the years, you know? Yeah. That's funny. How many are there in the book? I think there's 415, 416. Wow. The base, I mean, t- the the original concept was Life Soul Instruction Book, right? You know, like that was the idea. So it was it was always going to be numbered, and all of, <laughs> I mean, I would say sixty percent, fifty percent is from Twitter. The rest is is new. Okay. So once we had the categories and we had filtered st- the stuff from Twitter and organized it properly, then we were able to, you know. Kind of fill in the blanks. Exactly, exactly. Okay. All right, well, this stack is a little too high. We need right. to make this stack. You know, we need to make the drug stack higher and the sports <laughs> stack less or whatever, yeah. you know. So the Amazon description <laughs> said, because I, I was reading that, I was like, oh, I want to know a little bit more about this. It was basically calling out the know-it-all. Sure. Right? While also being the know-it-all. Okay. Um, no, yeah. It's calling out, the, I mean, I just think that it's... I mean, you guys are probably similar in age to me, I would assume. And, and it's just like, I remember a time where you couldn't know every. It wasn't easy to know everything. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, I didn't, when you're, you knew everything. Yeah, when I'm yeah. 15, 14, 15, going to like hardcore shows or being into punk and having to like mail order things and like you have these relationships with people that are through the mail. You yeah. know, it's actually very difficult to like be into what you're into and discover yeah. these things. Uh-huh. And now any jackass can be like, oh, I'm into this, man. You know, because well, it takes 15 minutes. You said something in the intro, which I found interesting, is is being into punk early on. There was lots of misinformation. Of course, because there's no... Where do you find it? Yeah. Like mouth to another. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no... I mean, I remember... I found that be, when I was a kid, I remember this dumb thing where me and a kid got an argument over a picture in Escape magazine. They were like... That can't be Lance Mountain because he's wearing a Tommy Guerrero t-shirt. And Did they, they had like beef at the time? No, no. They were on the same skate team. <laughs> yeah, my friend was like, there's no way he would wear the other guy's t-shirt because he has his own. And I was like, look at his face. But it was, that is Lance Mountain. But yeah, like we were so dumb and had so little. Like the, you were literally like the information thrasher was the end of all skate information you could get or in trans world. That was it. Yeah, there was no fact checking. You couldn't call anyone. No, you just didn't. You literally didn't know anything at all. I thought the Bones Brigade were best friends and hung out all the time and lived in the same town and house. Yeah, like it did not make any sense to me that they didn't skate together and all yeah, the time. Why, why would you think he wouldn't wear a shirt? Or some like, yeah. Where would that thought even come? That's from? just some shit I made yeah, up yeah, in yeah, my yeah. head and For had sure. no way to figure it out otherwise at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. It's the same thing. It's the same idea. It's the same like. But I just think that it's a scary thought that 
everybody thinks they know everything. I mean, you know, because because you, I mean, you, it's in your pocket. You know, yeah. if you if, we, if you yeah. and I are arguing about something right now, one of us is going to be like, "Oh, hold on, give me a fucking second. I'm going to pull yeah. out my phone and we're going to figure it out." And then some. There's a definite right or wrong immediately. Right. You know, it has changed. I was thinking about this the other day. It's changed. Like, like I, I realize I can't get anywhere now without using Google Maps or something. Oh, me Like, either. I would never even try. It's just a part of my brain that doesn't exist anymore. But it's made people, people like, oh, phones are making us all boring. We don't look at it. It's like, no, no, no. When you meet someone now, the first five minutes of talking to someone used to be how you got there, which is so fucking boring. That is You're extremely like, oh, I boring. I took 60, and that was a mess, and then I had to turn around. Like, it actually has, it's making people dumber and smarter. Because you, you, you fend for yourself a little less, but you have access to so much more info. Oh, 100%. That like a person, so, even like a guy you may think is dumb, knows a lot about something you may find interesting. So Absolutely. you're like, you know, dude knows a lot about this. He knows a lot about guitars. <laughs> like, I don't care about anything else he says, but he's got a weird encyclopedic he's, knowledge of guitars. That's his thing. But it doesn't he's have an anything expert. to do with having a phone in your pocket. That's it, just like an interest someone has. But it's so, any interest you have... You yeah. can become knowledgeable on Magnified, it. Magnified, yeah. Ten times as fast. Yeah. Just not even close, maybe more. You could, you're <coughs> like, I, I could decide to get into record players, and I would be relatively knowledgeable in a week. Right. Record players and vinyl. Yeah. Because it's just, I could go on, I could spend a week doing yeah, nothing. What are you but- waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, where have you been for the last five years? <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's in some ways probably made some people smarter. But I think it's just made a lot of. I think it puts an end to a lot of conversations that you where you could like it's killed the nature of debate. Oh, in, definitely. In a certain way, where you go like, even if it's just about a movie, like this movie came out in '94. No, it came out in '95. Fuck you, you're wrong. Then you look it up '94, yeah, yeah. and then you start a whole new subject. But like before that, you would sit there and probably talk about movies that came out in the '90s and have this like it could be a whole hour long. Yeah, have this debate about. To get to the point, yeah, yeah, and definitely. then and then arrive at other points and have other interesting conversations that now are just like kind of killed by the time you get to the fact. I mean, I, I the uh, you know, I'm torn because I love the internet. Yeah, you know, I yeah. love it. I'm on it all fucking day. That's all I do. You know, I'm on the front of the computer. I that's that's yeah, my too. number one thing that I do all day is yeah. in front of the computer. But at the same time, I I remember the excitement of you know getting something in the mail that's not from Amazon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, I haven't heard this 7-inch before until it arrives at my parents' house and I unpack it and go yeah. play it. Like, there's, you know, I can't... I, I mean, I actually don't use Spotify, but that's the great example. I mean, you know, you can literally hear anything anytime, you know? Yeah, why, why do you not use it? I don't know, man, because it's just annoying to me. It took me a little bit. I to... just don't fuck with it. I never have, never... I just never downloaded it. I just don't. If there's an exclusive... Spotify stream I just like wait like yeah. I don't know I just don't it's not like some moral thing it's just like I can listen to it on YouTube I, you know or whatever download it on iTunes if I really want it yeah so you st- that's your, iTunes is your main source I, I mean I pay for music because I don't buy a ton of it you know so I, I like to pay for it yeah. and as a former you know as a recovering music business you know recovering person yeah. I, I, it's like I I saw the I mean we saw the tail end of it being good yeah and then that shit really did crush everything it really did you know that really took the wind out of the sails so yeah totally I like to buy you know it's, it's also like I'm not I mean you know when did you get out of music management I would like 2009 maybe okay. 2010 five yeah 
No, 2000, yeah, 2008, 2009, probably. So it already kind of like crashed. We did it. We did the, there was, I managed a band called Cartel, who was like a top 40, like rock band. Um, and I, we grew up together. Um, so yeah. it was like a thing I kind of fell into. Um, for the listeners at home, it was my personal taste. Um, but you know, we, you know, we fell into it. It was fun. I was 23 years old. It was awesome. You know? Yeah. So we did a deal with Epic records. Um, we did this whole, you know, they Japan, Australia, the whole thing. And we did the full thing. And then we had, there was a, we had a single that actually recently went gold, which is really funny. Just recently. Like it's the 10 year anniversary of the, of the debut album. And the single just went gold. That's That's so funny. funny. Which is ridiculous, a ridiculous thing to celebrate in my opinion. But at that time, you couldn't buy singles on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that didn't even really exist. So we we did very well, and then we did a reality show um, called "Band in a Bubble" okay. that you may or may not remember. It was very short lived. It was a four episode MTV. <laughs> wow. It was on Saturday nights, which is obvious. <laughs> you know, that's the death time slot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a thing that had been successful in uh australia i believe was the country so it tested they'd already done this in australia yeah. they brought it to us and it was it, it was one of those things where you had 24 hours to make the decision and the record label was very much like you should probably do this like it, it's yeah. it's gonna be in your best interest we're thinking of dropping you so this is your last swing. yeah wow. i mean don't get me wrong it, you got paid a lot of money to do it yeah. um but the problem was is that the 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 fans immediately hated the album right whether it was good or not they had made up their mind before yeah. they heard it that it was bad right. because this is the early day i mean this is pretty early days of reality tv as well so it was still like you know now that everybody does really you know that's what you do to make money that's, yeah. that's yeah. the deal you know yeah um so that was my music business experience was like you know it was pretty good um until it wasn't and then it was, you know, yeah. it was time to move on. But it was, it was fun. It was super fun to be doing that with your friends in your early twenties and, and going very well. I mean, yeah, you know, it, went, it went very well for like two, two and a half years. That's cool. I love that you just fall into like music management, and the next thing you know, you're touring the world. Well, I was just, I, I was, I mean, there was definitely when you're a manager that they don't know at a major record label, they definitely try to get you out. Really? Like, so who they the fuck replace is, you with a guy? Oh they know. yeah, they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Like. He was this clown. He's like your buddy. So I was very on top of it. Like, I'm like, no, that's not going to happen to me. You know, so I was, and I was very, you know, luckily for me, I was very tight with, with our lawyer. I still am who went to bat for me. Um, so I, I was able to, to, you know, keep the job. Wow. Uh, whereas I think a, a lot of times they'll, you know, force you to comb, you know, they, they force something on you. Yeah. Um, and that just, I, I don't know. I was just a, you know, I don't know. I just was like, no, that's not going to happen to me. So I'm going to do whatever it takes. If that means responding to emails at all hours and uh-huh. just like playing ball, that's what you have to do. You know, um, there's just these giant companies, little man, any band, they don't give a shit. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. And next thing you know, you're in a room with Irving Azoff, and you're like, what the fuck? Exactly. I mean, I have. I mean, I definitely remember some stories of. I mean, Charlie Walk is not Irving Irving Azoff, but Charlie Walk is like a very famous music business because all those guys just bounce around. You know, yeah. yeah. And it was totally the the thing where like. You know, he turns the song up loud as fuck in his giant off, and he's like, "I love this, I love this." Dance around the room, and you're like, "You just did this an hour ago to a Jessica Simpson song for sure." Yeah, like for sure. Yeah, I remember going to RCA when RCA. I guess it was RCA's office here with my friend, and we went to his A and R guy's office, and this guy was like cranking a song. I was like, "This is lame." 
Who like, listens to music that loud? Yeah, like I, I like, don't. I, I don't. No one listens to music. That's such that an loud. affected thing. And Especially it was like, after a certain age, and that guy's yeah. probably not twenty-two. No, like, no, 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 like no. Thir- he was like a forty-year-old man. It's like so. Let me get this straight. You don't own headphones. Yeah. <coughs> Ugh, it was so, Blast you, it. You said something in the intro I found interesting, which was it was about being opinionated. Yeah. And it was like be opinionated. That the, some you were saying it was was it was it that people have like ceased having the courage to actually assert their own opinions and is it a, do you kind of feel that way like at the risk of being wrong it's better to be opinionated than 100 i mean you guys talked about it on the outrage culture you know and I, that's really where we live so i think that is i that's the world we live in yeah. and i think that scares people oh i don't want to say anything that would you know would offend anyone or get me in trouble and yeah, destroy it, my career yeah it's like that book that just came out about shaming um Oh yeah, so you John been, Ronson, I believe, is his name. Yeah, so you've been shamed, or so yeah, it's it's yeah, incre- yeah. it's a great book. It's really really interesting, but it's it's proof that I mean, you know, somebody with three hundred followers on Twitter makes mm-hmm. a you know a joke in poor taste, but it's a joke. Yeah, and they land. You know, she's on a plane for like ten hours. She lands, and it's like oh, a yeah. thing. Yeah, it's on a message board somewhere. People are trying to kill her. It's this whole thing yeah. and that happens all the time. It and he he also life. talked to Jonah Lair about all his like the guy who fabricated all the stuff. You know, right. um, it's a really interesting book. But that I think the that social media has created outrage culture, which has neutered opinions. Is <laughs> kind of the right. the, the yeah. way I see it. You know, um, and. Uh, it's just so much more fun to be sure about something, even if you're wrong. Yeah. You know? Like, even if you're wrong, isn't it much more fun to be like, no, come on. And if I'm wrong, I'll be like, oh, shit, I was wrong. All right. Is yeah. it really the end of the world? You know, is yeah. it really that big of a deal to be wrong sometimes? No, it's like that's how you gain knowledge. Ultimately. Exactly. Like exactly. you sit there and you throw out an opinion. And someone goes like, I don't think that's right. And then you sit there and yeah. go back and forth and you learn why you were wrong or you could end up being right. Now it's like your people are afraid to even question anything no it's a constant tiptoe uh, i mean especially on the internet um and i think it's just going to get worse i mean that's that's just what it is you know that's that's uh-huh. how it is and people are constantly offended by everything oh yeah and i it takes i i don't know if i've been offended in the last like 10 years of my life i just don't care you know yeah i can't think of anything i've been like i'm like well that pisses me off. i'm writing yeah. an open letter to whoever. i can think of like having my feelings hurt but that always usually means the joke is really good uh, oh of course if a joke is really good it hurts your feelings yeah That's, yeah like schumer had a joke about like nice guys in dating situations and i was like ow like it hurt that, a little i was like oh that, that's real accurate that touched me and i was like dang you got you are fucking super right what was the joke Do you remember it was just making fun of like they called them miladies and it was like kind of nerdy guys who like go up to girls like uh, miladies, may I offer you like a drink? And yeah. then they walk away, and this girl's like, Ugh, "I can't get this guy to leave me alone. He's so, but he's so nice. I can't tell him to fuck off." And he's like, "Don't worry, he's gonna come up and like have a fake fight with you in a second. And this, it's like a guy who's been pining for a woman for years has never had the balls to ask her out. Yeah. And he comes up, and he's like, "Can I talk to you outside? I feel like you owe me at least that." She's like, "Don't worry, he's not gonna be able to get really mad at you." <laughs> Extremely emotional, yeah. very, very early. Just has been like process. having a relationship in his head for a very long time, and I was like, "You are." dead right that's very true though yeah it's super true and it's like it was and the whole thing was like it's not that i think he's like super lame it's just he doesn't have any balls to be like i like you let's go on a date like straight just straightforward yeah Uh, yeah yeah i was super wrong i you're saying i did this thing i was working like a month ago and i was texting with someone and they told me I, i misunderstood a text 
that a flask they they said to me that like a flask used to be called I thought they meant a flask used to be called a bosom because you like you know women would like stuff in their uh, bra okay and I I quite literally and then I immediately told the person that that's what they were called and that person was like that's so funny and then like used it in a take like said it on camera and it was not true it's completely not true the person it wasn't like fabricated i just misunderstood text i was like oh i told her that's what that's called and she was like whoa, whoa wait wait no 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 what do you mean what do you mean i was like yeah yeah they thought it was really good so they did they used it and i was I, I like made up a fact and everyone was so excited about it. I was like, wow, I was fucking incredibly See, wrong. look, there's an opportunity for the internet to actually be useful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should've, yeah, there you should've go. Should have Googled that shit on your iPhone. You'd be yeah. great. None of that would have happened. Yeah. But I'll take anything from one source and just immediately disseminate it. I don't care. Oh, that's what most people do. I love a one source fact. I will literally turn from one person. If you told me something, I will turn from you and tell it to someone else like it is from a stone tablet. Well, yeah. if it's a friend, I mean. <laughs> and then act like like they're idiots for not knowing it in the first place. Yeah. Like, you didn't know that? <laughs> what a flask used to be called? You're just stupid. It's common yeah. knowledge, yeah. bro. I don't yeah, know how yeah. you, how, where have you been? I thought Star Wars came out on my birthday for for like two years and told probably 100 people. That it came out on my birthday and that was in 1977. Not true. I, no, I'm off by like months, <laughs> by like two months. Yeah, not even. It's not like the same month. I'm off by like because like one of the the first new one came out on my birthday and they were like it's the anniversary so i just took anniversary in my head like, and oh, was man. like they all came out on that day clearly i think that's, all I think that's actually reasonable but i think I that's was a reasonable misunderstanding 100 wrong well <laughs> yeah if you were in high school you could have gotten away with that for years and years and years could have got a nickname based on it yeah and like <laughs> no one could have just got on the internet and be like actually it came out on july whatever you're 100 yeah. wrong <laughs> yeah and now it's provable Being right Being wrong is sort of liberating. Like when you're completely wrong, it's sort of like, whew. I was. I, I, that's, but that's, my, that's what I'm saying is that I know uh, I have a best friend of mine who's like, the thing about you is that you'll spout all this shit. And if somebody's like, nah, man, you're like, all right, yeah. Yeah. Well, that to cool. me. Keep it moving. That's fine. I mean, that I'm not going to argue is with a, you. The sign of someone who's efficient. It's one thing to have a bunch of opinions, but like, oh, you're actually wrong. You're like, you know what? You're right. Dave's right. We're going to do it his way. They're like, okay, I can work with this person. As opposed to like Donald Trump, who's wrong eighty five percent of the time, and it's just like, no, I'm not. I'm put my name bigger on the building, and you're and like, no, you're like, fuck that, you're super wrong. He's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. You're like, well, I can't know you on any level. He's a great example, though. He's professionally wrong. He really is. Well, when you're rich, you can be wrong more often. Yeah, yeah, and there's no one around you to tell you that. Yeah, yeah. It's, like otherwise, you're like you're fired. I need a yes. Guy. It's the classic <laughs> yes man yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Classic yes man situation. Yeah, that's the job interview to work for. Is like, have you ever thought I was wrong? Like, nope. You're like, <laughs> Do welcome you follow to Trump. me on Twitter. Did you think I was wrong? All right, we're done. Yeah, I want to go through some of these and just get. I want. Did you? Do you? Are there any of the book that after the fact you're like, I don't really believe that, but it's funny. Uh, probably. I mean, you know, it's it's more. It, it, I don't know. It it was like. It was a time and a place, you know. I, I, we did it, and there's. I believe all of it. I think some of it is 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 less urgent than. So there's a website here too. Yeah, yeah. My my uh, my uh, friend Amar Deep made a, a fun website where you can randomize. Oh. So you click random, and oh, it just, I didn't know there was a random. Yeah, thing. different ones pop up. Yeah, I like this one. There's no shame in going to the mall. I love the. I love Word. going to the mall. I by the way. Yes. Well, let me give the website out for since okay. we're going to do a few of these that people can look through. It's I know you think you know it all dot com. 
Yeah. I know you think you know it all. dot com, and then you can just look through a bunch of uh, cool examples. Oh, on the phone, it comes up as all of them. On the computer, you have the random button. Oh, that's, that's what, what I, I'm sorry, okay. I forgot you were looking on your phone. Yeah, okay, it's a Tumblr. Yeah. It's a Tumblr thing. So, oh, got it, got it. Um, going to the mall though. If you grow up outside, I mean, you guys, where did you guys grow up in California? Here. Yeah, 20, 20 minutes from here. Not L.A. proper, like a, like the Orange suburbs, County or suburbs, whatever. Yeah. No, like the suburbs of, of, of here. L.A., like Glendale, Glendale. Pasadena. Okay, cool, area. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, in Atlanta, I, you know, I lived 20 miles outside the city, but then when I was 18 to 25, I lived in you know downtown proper. Yeah. Um, the mall is like, I mean, Lenox Square, if you've ever listened to rap music, Lenox Square is, is a hub. A cultural hub of right. Atlanta, Georgia, and it's a place. Oh, every wow. time I go back to Atlanta, I go to the mall without fail. Right. See, we didn't have a mall like that out here. I mean, I went to the Glendale Galleria a lot. I took What's the bus. The, I mean, well, it's not the Americana is what I keep hearing about is the that's like the, the new... greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> that's what I hear about from all my friends. That's like a new big outdoor mall that's yeah. basically attached. It's the Grove, right? It's the I Grove. Mean, it's the yeah. same idea. <clears throat> same developers and everything. Yeah. And it's basically attached to the Glendale Galleria, which was a classic. Oh, mall. okay, okay. But that mall was such a pile of garbage. It was like there was no good stores, no hot girls. You would just walk around. You're like, this the, is see, the those worst. are the two things you need at the mall: good stores, hot girls. Yeah, so yeah. There's you could spend all day at a mall that had that. I well, was told that there was an In and Out there, though. There is, there is yeah. which is I, I don't eat meat, uh, which is embarrassing. I'm sorry, but the <laughs> it's interesting that there's. Because that that's not common to have an in and out inside of a mall. No, it's technically on the out. It's like a, it's on the outside. It's only. It's accessible. not like in a food court then. No, no, no. 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 Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was no. under the impression it was in a food court. But I no, no. I fuck with that Glendale Galleria probably once a month. It's like, way better now because there's something yeah. you need. You got to go. Yeah. Well, there's if I want Vans, there's a Vans store. Oh, love that's such a California there's a thing Target. of a Vans store. There's yeah, a Vans store. A I go there's to Zappos.com. I can't even. I couldn't go. Funny. There's probably one in New York somewhere, but oh I, yeah, for sure, there's got to be. There's a Target in it. I've been to that Target. Yeah. I've definitely been to the Target. I've yeah. always loved malls. Yeah. It's comforting. It's nice. Yeah. It's air conditioned. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're fun to just kill. When you're like a teenager, too, and you're like, I need to kill a few hours. You're like, let's just walk around the mall. Like, I even watched mall rats all the time because I was like, yeah, if I can't just go to the to, mall. Just to get that feeling. Yeah. I think that's his only good movie. <laughs> Wait, you I'm didn't not- like Clerks? No. Wow. I think Clerks is overrated. There's an opinion. Do you like his hockey jerseys? No, I think he's a fat piece of shit. I don't disagree with that. I don't like him, but I like Mallrats. I like Mallrats a lot. I think Mallrats is a, a good movie that's funny, and I love Jason Lee in it, but I do not enjoy Kevin Smith. I agree. I, I'll back all of that. Clerks, I, I don't... I mean, I like Clerks, but I don't remember. I, I think I Clerks, like, Clerks is... Yeah. All, Clerks, you have to have the cost of its production to tell you why you should enjoy it along Because with it. it was so cheap. Dude, done. it was four grand. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. I, that doesn't make me like something more. It needs to be good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember liking it before I even knew anything about movies and costs. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, this is, like, this is just cool. Didn't, and I didn't dislike him when I saw Clerks. It just didn't get, it didn't get, I didn't like it. But I liked Mallrats a lot. Here's one that I thought that stood out, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to ask him why. Take Barkeep out of your vocabulary. I just read that one, too, and I agree. Because it's just obnoxious. It, it's, it's just, it's the whole... Guy with an apron and a mustache, cocktail culture is obnoxious, and barkeep to me is the part of that problem. Okay, like why would you call him a barkeep? Just call him bartender. It's like when people say the interwebs. It's yeah, the internet. I, there's. It's I mean, like, why use that other word? Yeah, it's just why uses internet. Ooh, yeah. that was rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a rough moment. Yeah, <laughs> I hate when people do that. <laughs> there's another one about bars that I don't. Hitting on a bartender at the airport is never going to work out. 
man, if I mean, you guys both, I'm sure, travel a lot because you you tour, you know. And if you go into a Delta lounge, any lounge, you see that guy, man, the business guy with his IBM ThinkPad out, had yeah. a few too many Bloody Marys, like trying to chat up the five and a half that works at the yeah. airport bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, man, this is not going to work for you, man. I feel like he, the move is he offers a trip. He's like, let's get out of here. Where are we going, Barbados? <laughs> I got miles, baby. <laughs> yeah, he's In like, his defense, go? as someone who travels... It's the, lonely. The road gets lonely. <laughs> <laughs> the ro- and I, I saw in your face of course, that yeah, you were yeah. going to say Because I was sitting there, I was like, I was like, I've been that guy where you're like, partly you're just like, she's kind of cute. And it's like, I'm just going to flirt with her. And a part of it's like, you just, you stay sharp by that, just being that, flirty. A practice, a, a practice run. Batting fine. cage. Yeah, it's a batting, yeah, batting cage. cage. It's also no one's ever going to know about it. Exactly. Or see it. You just flirt and you're like, yeah, I got a couple good lines in there. See, like what, was- the combination I'm excited for, for you, <laughs> yeah. is, the, is the, that flirtation plus like the 30 minute sleep pods you can rent. Right. And then it can it, maybe it can all happen oh, there, yeah. and you're done. And it's it's done. The That's game it. has changed. The game, but the done players changed. are the same. <laughs> Airports do have an. There's an odd feeling <laughs> in an airport where it feels like there's a different set of rules. Well, it's it's. I've heard. Yeah, if you're in, it's like being over international waters. Yeah, <laughs> anything goes. Well, I watched like, a thing. Atlanta has the lost and found hub. Yeah, that's where all the lost and founds go to. All the wow. stuff that gets lost. Or I've seen. I've seen love this. To walk around and that. there is a bin of engagement rings. Wow. Like a fucking Tupperware bin that could hold 11 loaves of bread is brimming. Are you hungry? I'm a little hungry. Because that was such a weird example. I couldn't think of the I'm size. Like, very specific reference. I could, yeah. Very, very I like, specific. I don't think he's eaten all that. You know, I couldn't think of... The what kind su- of bread was it? Like a normal like Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I, like, like, I, uh, the I size, was imagining white bread, too. I couldn't find a, 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 or another reference to describe the size of this bin to anything. I was like, you could fit probably 10 loaves of bread in it. But yeah. <laughs> I would love some bread right now. I'm not fucking kidding. Right, Hold, right. Give me one second. I'll be yeah. right back. <laughs> but it was, I mean, full of, of engagement rings. I, I, as much as I hate the TSA, a long, long time ago, when I first started flying all the time, all the time, I left a watch and a Yashica T4 at the, in, the, in the bin. Yeah. And I called TSA, and they were like, hold on. We got it. What? Yeah. Get it on the way back. They just found a Japanese guy's $100,000 watch that he left in the bin, yep. and he fucking forgot. Holy he called him. They're like, yep, shit. we got it. And they, they had it for They were like, just get it when you come back to it. I was going to New York for a week. This is when I lived in Atlanta. They're like, just stop by, and we'll have it for you. And they had it for me. No problem. Whoa. No questions asked. Super easy. In my head, it's like anytime anything's lost, the TSA goes, well, guess I got a new watch now. I think yeah, if it's real. a computer, I mean, it, it was actually a, a very nice watch, but I don't think he knew what it was. Right, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I was... I was I, I couldn't believe it. That's cool. Yeah, it was very cool. If that you cr- so if cool. you cry when a contestant gets eliminated on a TV show, you have to check yourself. I mean, how can you be that invested in something that you don't you shouldn't care about at all to begin with? <laughs> yeah, I'm that happens kidding. a lot. I'm telling. You. I mean, for sure. With like, I mean, American Idol's been on for <coughs> thirty five years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's bordering on thirty six yeah. years now. Yeah. Uh, it's still doing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's people that are fully invested in that. I mean, fully mm-hmm. the voice, all that shit, and, and maybe even Survivor. Okay, I will yeah. say that I, it, as far as hitting my emotional tuning fork, <laughs> and I don't watch the show, but if I, I can watch about five minutes of like The Biggest Loser, yeah, and I'm like, fuck yeah. You know, that's interesting you bring that up because when I wrote that, I was specifically thinking about 
singing competition shows. Right, competition Biggest Loser is made to make you cry. That is yeah, the yeah. entire point of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. People, I mean, you know, they might die trying to lose weight, but, <laughs> yeah. but you got to cry if they get eliminated. Yeah. yeah, and there's so much they have going against them, and yeah. they're like, yeah, okay, I feel so bad. Nothing, no, yeah, being 500 pounds on a treadmill, nothing is more difficult than that. You can't hang posters on your wall and call it artwork. Word. I mean, you have to agree with that, I think. For real. I just, I mean, you can frame it, still a poster. A print is very different than a poster. It is very yeah. different. Okay. Well, I think I, there's a caveat to that. Museum show posters. Fair. But you can't have like twenty. You have we're to working. We, we were working with limited space. Yeah, here. You yeah, know, yeah, I could. Yeah, I couldn't right. go deep yeah. into the footnotes. Yeah. So this for that. is different than just you not saying you can't hang it on your wall at all. No, you're just saying don't try and. If call you want to hang it, that's fine. I'll make fun of you. But if if you call it art, then you're crossing a line that's unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. I so, love this one so much. Quoting movies does not make you funny. I. Yeah, it's a pet peeve of mine. I I don't. To be a hundred percent honest, I was such a movie. I mean, excuse me, such a music guy that I didn't really start watching movies until I was like an adult. Like I don't have any memories of watching movies as a kid. And now that I'm I'm in my early thirties, I would say you know five six years ago, I became the guy who wanted to see every movie that was nominated for an Oscar, all that shit. So I don't have that catalog to begin with. Right. But people make references, and I just stone cold them. Like that's not funny. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't like your Goonies joke isn't gonna work on me, man. I don't give a shit. Like it's not funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. You have, you have to, like a superpower against people that like <laughs> that are just funny at bars and parties. I actually don't understand the people that do fucking Borat impressions. Oh, that's as, the worst. In place of a sense of humor, those people drive me absolutely insane. The people that go, uh, "That's what she said all the time." <laughs> that just take whatever is a popular funny catchphrase and then like add that to another layer of their already fake personality. I can't Trust lie. I have said that's what she said during its heyday. Really? <laughs> during its heyday. When it was really like, popping. A, a lot? Or I, like would, I wouldn't say a there. lot. I okay. mean, I, I will say that that's what she said has been replaced in the hip-hop community with pause. I don't even know what that is. Pause, like, so if I'm like, um, it's in reference to a anything that would be perceived as gay. So okay. if, if you were like, I can't think, like, oh, that's a big blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Go, pause, bro. Dude, I'm so hungry. I want some meat in my mouth. <laughs> exactly. Pause. It's like, pause, go, pause, pause. And that's, oh, that's a Dame, the new Dame, no Dame, I don't know if you guys watch the Dame Dash. So Dame Dash of Rockefeller Records yeah, fame yeah. has been on a, I would say a month ago, he was doing tons of press for like yeah. no, no reason, really. Well, is it Karma right. Loop? That was pre that even. Okay. He just... He's just such an asshole, and like a loud mouth <laughs> that they people, you know, they'll have him on. But I kind of admire that dude. I do too. But his pause thing, it's like a Harlem thing. Like it's a, that's what they say. But it's right. like he can't get through one sentence without saying pause. Uh, it's kind of like, all right, guy, we get it. He's like, trying. You know what he's trying to do? He's he's setting the groundwork for selling some T-shirts. Yeah, 100%. He's fucking smart. It's also the, piece, the, the PC version of No Homo. It's yeah. it's the new no homo. It's the new no homo. Yeah. But you're taking homo out, so you're. Who, there was one rapper that would say he was so homophobic that he would say no homo, and then no homo is no homo, because he said the word homo. He would go, he go, yeah, you know, I like the color pink. No homo, no homo. <laughs> so he would double it. I like it. You have to be his friend to even get that. That's like you yeah. just repeated yourself, man. I Are you can't okay? Remember where I heard that? But I was like, that is. I feel sorry for that guy's brain. <laughs> <laughs> There, you know, there's a lot of rappers whose brains I feel sorry for. Yeah. I that's, mean, yeah, uh, that's just sucks that you that you have to think that double way. it. 
I love this one. So this four hundred so much. This is like a great, like you could just have this at if you were at a party. That's you know that's the idea. The idea is is for younger people. The, originally, the idea was for a younger person than myself. Like, oh, you just graduated college. Why don't you take a look at this, man? Because yeah. you're about to enter the real world. Yeah. Like, get your head right. Get out there. Make something yourself. And now I'm realizing that my peers like it as much or more uh, because it, it it we know these people. Yeah, it yeah, conf- yeah. It confirms things you think. Yes. E-readers will never be books. Yeah. I mean, I'm biased there because I'm trying to sell people a book. No, but it's, Is it but available it's as an e-book? <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that intentional? No, not even. But people have asked me that and been like, no. Yeah. No, it's not. You know well, what? No, e- it's not available. E-readers are never books, but what does that mean? It means that they, it, the experience will never be the same. Sure. I agree with that. But e-readers are great. I mean, I have one. I think they're useful, yeah. but I also collect books. Yeah, yeah. And and I, it's it will never be the same. See, that's one thing I don't want to give up because like I like using a Kindle. I when I yeah. got one, I was like, I can't believe it took me this long. I to mean, get it's ninety nine bucks. It's yeah, can't be. And this. you have multiple books, and you like yeah. there's so many great reasons. But at the same time, like I look at my bookshelf, and I'm like, I don't want to give that. I don't want to. Yeah, make I, that this go doesn't away. need to stop. You can yeah. do it if you're. I mean. If you read or you collect art books or photography books or whatever, I think there's a happy combo. Right, right. You know, yeah. My bookshelf makes me look smarter than I actually am. Oh, mine does too. By far. This one's really good. Magic can be entertaining, but don't let a magician into your friend circle. Yep. That was a... <laughs> Nikki, the, Nikki who helped me with that was very adamant about that one. We talked about that quite a lot. She dated was, a magician. I was like, like, hey, yeah, have you fucked a magician? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And I was like, I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. Like, that's yeah. true. I, I've, I don't, I don't. I feel like in LA, you would know a magician. I know, a magician. I know a couple. Yeah, you guys both know ma- magicians. Yeah. Well, I know a magician comedian, Derek Hughes. Yeah, good yeah, dude. he's a great guy. Good comic. I know good magician. Too, yeah. yeah, I've, I definitely don't know a musician. I mean, sorry, magician. magician. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. too many musicians. Right, no magicians. Yeah. Yeah, there. I mean, there's the Magic Castle. Yeah, out I here think that's, that's like, the part of the thing in LA. I think this is probably like the magician like capital of the country or you gonna vegas or vegas yeah but that's for like high level guys i'm sure uh there's some low level magic going on in vegas (laughs) there's low level everything going on in las vegas well you had one of those all the high level comics perform you know like uh the magic castle is the magic comedy store yeah yeah it really is interesting where people i've never been there i mean i would love to go because i know it's like a thing you go to here if you gotta wear like a (laughs) suit when you go there yeah. Oh, really? Like a, for real thing? Yeah. You can't just like walk. But in, you apparently. eat dinner and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's food and bar. Is it still invitation only? I think you have to be invited. You still have to. Uh, you have to get somehow either on. Yeah, it's been invited by a magician. Yeah, it's really weird. Well, there you go. I'm never gonna go. I love this one. Your open letter falls on deaf ears. There was just a trend, man. It went. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We were on the internet all the time. It's like for a year, everything's an open letter, and it's like you could just write it and put it up. It doesn't need to be called an open letter. Yeah, if it's to on, serve that if purpose it's on the internet, it's already it's an open. open letter. It's open. Yeah. Do you have Do you have the internet? It's open to you. Yeah. This one I agree with. Being rude to the waitstaff is indicative of a deep, deeper character flaw. For real. That's one of my. I will get up and leave. Like I, I can't deal with that shit, man. I've and I was, I was actually never. I've, I've worked a lot of jobs in my life. I never, for whatever reason, worked as, as a waiter or a bartender or anything. But that is just unacceptable to me. Yeah, it's. I, I get uncomfortable at a table when someone is. Doing and people that. do it. Like people often. really do it often. It's weird. 
It's very weird. It makes me wonder. I think I wonder if it has something to do with their parents. You mean like they got it from their dad? Yeah, I it, it, I see it. Well, the thing I've seen is like I've women I've dated. They're like they tell you like the thing about my dad at restaurants is this, and you're like, oh what? And they're like, he's not rad. And you're like, oh no. Because you can't call dad on it. You're, You're like on your way to the restaurant when she tells you this yeah. in the car. I've yeah. had a couple experiences where like a dad has been a fucking bummer at restaurants. No. And he's just like this 60-year-old man who I'm not going to talk shit to. Yeah, no, you can't like, do that. Older people will snap at oh, all. Yeah, right. They're always like, my friend, my friend, my friend, my friend. And you're like, oh, this sucks. No. This sucks hard. And you're just like just quietly shifting the waiter 20s like, I'm really sorry. Yeah, no, I've, I've done it. That exact thing. After yeah. I've been like, yeah, man, sorry. Yeah, I don't There's understand where that comes from with people. Like, maybe it is they just saw their parents do it, and they're like, oh, that's how you treat service people or whatever. But I, I, it's a full entitlement issue. It's just that's that's I've all seen it comes it down t- to. There's two incarnations of I've noticed where it's either someone who has never come anywhere close to working in food service or any service job, or. There's a weird other one where people who were waiters and have this like chip on their shoulder. Like I'm out. I got out. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh, I did this. I know how hard it is. Like he needs to get my order. Right. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's just life is too short for certain things, and that's one that I just also can't. they're gonna touch your food, homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just can't understand why be a dick to someone who has one of the shittiest jobs. Yes, I will never be a dick to someone who has a shitty job. No. That's that's a, a lifelong. Yeah, it's a shitty job. I've always thought the way, or at least what 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 appeals to the reason when you're like in a restaurant, a cute girl working there gets cuter because yep. she has a job she hates, and she only does it for like money. And you're like, that is a lady who like who would appreciate some nice treatment. You're like, she just comes to work and works her ass off at a job that sucks, and it makes her like more attractive. I think that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, I've always felt that. <laughs> uh, I never. wish people would do this one. Everyone needs to make a conscious effort to stop saying "like" all the time. True. My my friend Jason Stewart, who has a podcast called Tall Tales, um, we did a live Tall Tales at Space Fifteen Twenty this week, um, and he said that the adult version of that is sort of. Oh yeah, and then people that like young people say like, and now it's like, well, it's sort of yeah, it's, it's sort, sort of, of yeah. I hear sort of a lot, and I I thought he was I I was like wow I never thought about that, and he hit me with it live, and I was like shit. <laughs> I think actually is also a word that is it's just a placeholder. Yes, yeah, sort. You're right. Like my brain of. is working. I got to spit something out. Fuck, I say sort of s- actually like <laughs> I say sort of actually like literally, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, yeah, you yeah. really hit the home run. I say sort of a lot. I'm not. I mean, you. That's the thing. I think both of you guys are very aware of what you say because of what you do for a living. Yeah, yeah. you're like super aware of that. Whereas most people are not in that position. You just talk to your friends and no one notices. Whereas like you're really thinking about what you're saying because that's your job. Fuck. So you're better off. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I think I say like a lot still. That's I remember a, a few I years a ago I tried thing. to. But that's the people used to say that too. But like everyone, it's taken over. I think yeah. it might have originated as a California thing. Yeah, but now I hear it all the time. Or it's Valley. Yeah. That's I hear the, the Valley Girl voice in fucking like Virginia. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And I'm just like, wait, did you move here from somewhere? They're like, no, I grew up here. I think I'm that's like, Kardashian ripple effect. They watch the hills. Just a lot of pop. Oh, the yeah, hills, a lot yeah. of a lot of cable. Yeah. 
Yeah, cable, watching cable ruins everything. Yeah, it just flattens all the accents. Yeah, you know, across across the country. Well, I've tried to. I mean, now the South is like cool, but when I'm, you know, when I was growing up, it was like you're a dumb redneck. So I've I, right. I mean, you can hear it for sure in my voice, but I've. I mean, my mom is a wonderful woman, but her voice, it's like, hi, Chris, this is your mom. You know, it's like a joke. <laughs> like when my wife first met her, she was like, holy shit. She's like, you're from the South. Yeah, this is real. Because she's Canadian, so it's really real. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's funny. I, I, I like this one. If we can't stop Kickstarter altogether, let's at least ban famous people from using it. I have shit on Kickstarter from day one. I hate okay, it. Yeah, what? It, there's two things at work here. There's the hating Kickstarter altogether, and then the famous person thing. So it was the. With, it was the. Zach Braff. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's like, yo, man, you were on a syndicated. You are rich, like rich, very, very rich, and that's fine. It's. I mean, it wasn't even. It was. I mean, two million bucks. Yeah. Like you got two million bucks, and I know you're not supposed to spend your own money. You have guys that will give you money to make a movie, Zach Braff. Yeah, yeah. how does he not know producers and like investors? And I, like but that's the thing. I think that's the problem is that people think it's like, I want to do this for my fan. Like, they do know those people and choose to do it the other way because they think it's like progressive. It's right, also right. unaccountable on any level. Oh, I know. I know. A, I have a personal story of someone who got a lot of money and you have to pay taxes on it and they were fucked. They were like, shit, I don't even know what to do. Like Whoa. this, th- I didn't think I, I didn't think it was actually going to happen, right? <laughs> and I got like two hundred thousand dollars or whatever, and now I'm and like, now I need eighty grand in taxes. Yeah. Whoa. Fuck. So wait, why do you hate Kickstarter? At, I just altogether. I, I just come. I don't know. I I, I just think there's uh, needs to be a, a curtain. Like I think some things happen behind the scenes, and that makes it much more exciting for for the for the viewer or the fan or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't think full transparency isn't necessary. Like I I, I think that's why. That's the problem with reality TV. You know, it's like I don't want to see everything. Like there needs to be a little mystery. That's why like Stevie Nicks was so much more interesting than you know Carly Rae Jepsen or whatever. You know, it's because it's like you're like, oh, I heard Stevie Nicks did so much coke. That's crazy. But you don't know if that's true. (laughs) That's one of the urban legends. Did we cover that one? We did an urban legends. Oh, it's true with her. I think where like she had a roadie blow coke up her pussy or something like that's that. Blowing coke up your ass is a thing, though. Or up her ass. You get coke blow up your ass, it gets to you faster. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it hits you immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've heard. I've, heard I've never done it, but I know, I definitely know people who have done that. Yeah, there's With Molly, ways. too, now, because Molly's like, cool, it's the same thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's certain ways to get drugs into your system faster, and apparently, like, her, she'd blown her you nose You blow out. your nose out, yeah. Yeah, so she had, like, a roadie... Yeah. Blow I've coke got a straw or... in the car. Let me go. You know, after we after we finish, I don't know what you're doing for the rest of the day. But right. apparently, coke. <laughs> Let's do this shit. Um, <laughs> Bin- everything isn't a photo opportunity. Yeah, that's that's yeah. becoming a major yeah, problem. Yeah. Binge watching is nothing to boast about. It's not a race. I hate binge watching. I watch. I'm a very traditional. I have a TV. Yeah. I have cable. I watch things when they air most of the time. Wow. Um, that is some self control. I don't. Do, I don't do night. I'm a I don't go out at night really. I'm kind of like I'm in bed by like ten thirty, eleven. Like I don't really. Yeah. So I'm there to watch prime time. You know. So if I wow. want to watch my show on prime time, I watch the show on prime time. That's kind of exciting in a way. We're like the I, show's about to start. I just I've <laughs> never I've never really used Netflix. Like I'll watch comedy spec. I'll watch stuff on Netflix. My wife uses it all the time. I'll watch like stuff that's exclusive to Netflix, like a comedy special or uh-huh. whatever it is. But I won't. 
I don't just like watch Friends for three hours. You know, right. I just don't. I don't really use that. I mean, that makes your life more productive, I imagine, too. I mean, yes, I need all the help I can get. So yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like the reason people almost say it is to it's an excuse for why you haven't seen them in like two days. Yeah, like ah, binge watch this, and you're like, oh, so you didn't just sit on a couch, <laughs> but you did. But you did. You definitely did. Out here, I noticed because I, I mean, I most of the time I try to stay in Airbnb because I want to be on the east side, uh-huh. and um, and there's no hotels here. But most don't have TVs. Like a lot of people out here don't have televisions. In Airbnbs. In in LA. Like I, I find oh, yeah. like and I I'm a big T V guy. Like I don't watch TV on my computer. Mm-hmm. I say I mean I'll watch a movie, I guess, on an iPad on the plane or whatever, but like at home, it's just I mean you can't Yeah, you, you want to sit on a couch yeah. T V old yeah. school. Yeah. I like this. Photos should be in focus. A hundred percent. Yeah. That, and that happens all I the time, I went to too. Paris Photo. Oh, yeah. That was last weekend, right? And the stu- Yeah, the stuff I found myself liking the least is just some blurry. <coughs> it's like them trying to make an abstract painting with a blurry-ass photo. And I'm like, man, you had a lens right there attached to your hand. Like, and more, you, you, you definitely know how to do it. Do the thing with the camera you can't do otherwise. Yes. Like, don't, like, it just feels late. Don't try to create a mood with me. Like don't don't make a shape. You have a camera. That's what's great. <laughs> that's the different. That's yeah. It's not a painting. That's the whole thing. Do a th- yeah. That to me is like. That's why I like it. a painting should do a thing a photo can't. A photo should do a thing a painting can't. They serve purposes. They this serve purposes. one. This one is uh, one of my favorites. Uh, make friends with people who don't have the same opinions as you. Yeah, that that one's gotten a lot of great feedback, and I because I think it's the only way to. Without being too dramatic, you know, grow as a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we get almost spoiled with that because being a comedian, you're surrounded by that all the time. By what? People with different opinions as you. Um, because all you have in common is comedy. A lot of the time. Like your upbringing or your From interests can be different. From very different places. You're kind of like I, the people I know as comedians, I, the only place I ever would have met them was at comedy clubs. Yeah. We don't like the same shit. Like just like the time, the, the stuff we spend time doing. That's been probably my biggest exposure to people who have varying opinions. That's super me. interesting because I, I feel like so. that wouldn't happen with music because the people are there because they like the same kind of music. Well, I never hang around people who do drugs, but lots of comedians do drugs, so I have friends that do drugs. Like yeah. I don't really drink, so I would never be at a bar. But a comedy club's like a bar. I don't love sports. A lot. Of, I I love them like a little, but a lot of like comedy friends of mine are huge sports heads. Like I'm constantly surrounded by people, and they're my friends who like shit I don't like at all. But from knowing them, it's made me either like appreciate it a little more or just have a better... Well, it makes you... you know. The whole point of that item is that it makes you more well-rounded. Yeah. Like, I'm not super into sports either, but I found myself in a bar last night in Eagle Rock watching a Clippers game. Yeah. And I'm not drinking either. I'm like, you know... Right, right. But it was fun. It was fine. I had a, had a good time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I what I was thinking was like... Uh, like more philosophically or politically or like because everyone we know out here is like very liberal minded well, like, like you never get into a conversation over yeah. like you know tax reform and abortion political and like, issues yeah things that where you'd meet people if you were like on the road and you'd go like oh we would argue about everything always always yeah. like there's so little of that like the sports thing and you know and like partying or drinking or drugs or whatever like that stuff's usually avoidable yeah, in a conversation, but like it a wouldn't lot, affect a friendship. No, but I mean, I think a lot. If you if you know them long enough, they do have like a separate set of politics. Like a Brett Ernst and I are different mind wise. He's a comedian. We have different 
uh, political mindsets, but I know Brett's a, a smart dude. So when we talk about it, I'm like willing to listen. I'm like open to the notion that he may change my mind about something. Yeah, he's such a standout though because he's he's just a, this comedian we know who's like sort of conservative minded when it comes to some stuff, and he tends to always be arguing with people. He likes to argue because so many comics are so progressive of and course. liberal. So that's why he's always arguing. Because, yeah, he's surrounded by. Yeah. Anytime he goes like, I'm not a huge fan of Obama. People are like, wait, what? You know, oh, and then I, it'll out just here. Be- I mean, New York's the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like, those are the hotbeds. But I mean, being, when you're from the South, if I look at my fucking Facebook wall right now, yeah. there's somebody being like, oh, Obama, <laughs> that motherfucker. Yeah. I, we got to get rid of him, boy. It's He's yeah. done. Yeah. Like, I don't know a single, I don't know a birther. <laughs> Like, there's none of those out yeah, here. Yeah, I don't know a birther. I know all kinds of weird people like that. I mean, no. Like, I have known them at a point in my yeah. life. I do right. not know them now, but yeah. I know them. I see their opinions in some way, but yeah. we're not interacting on a, on a you know, friendship basis, let's right. say. Yeah. This like, one's very interesting if we think about what we're doing here. No, number 332, no one wants to be around the guy who refre- reflexively hates everything. Is that a thing you have to be careful of? I personally, a hundred percent. Yeah, I've I've made a very, I've made a very big effort, and I think this is something that I'm pretty good at to be as excited about something that I like as I am shitting on something I don't like. That's a good balance to have. Yeah, like if I if I really yeah. like a band or an art, whatever, a book, an artist, anything, I'm like, yo, this is tight. Like I am psyched. I'm not too cool to be excited about it. So I think that evens out the shitting on like, yeah. oh, that's stupid, you know? Because sure, I could, yeah. I mean, everything's stupid. I could, I could say that all day. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, I think ninety nine percent of things are stupid. Yeah. Um, but but it's it's no one wants to be around that person. No one wants to be around someone who's who's just negative all the time. I think I yeah, it's a drain. It's no, it's not fun. Even if it's even if it's a good, you know, even for, for me, I feel like it's you know usually pretty light hearted, but it's still. It still would weigh on you. I'm yeah, sure if, if you, you asked s- my wife, she'd be like, "Yeah, shut the fuck up. Like, you're <laughs> right. you're annoying." You if know? you spend enough time with anybody, it's like even if they're just constantly positive about everything, too much that starts, yeah, yeah, or just too negative. Either one, after a while, you're like, "There's this is a lot right now." Like have. Some ups and downs. That's the reason roller coasters are fun, is because there's some change. <laughs> it's not just like this; just keeps going up forever. Fuck this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, I've always been in the roller coasters, the classic wooden coasters that are up yeah. and down, as opposed to the new shit that's like straight up, straight down. Yeah, you're, you're like, oh, a, that was it. Yeah. That's a great parallel you just made. That's great. Yeah, no one drives the Midwest for entertainment. No, like, this is so flat. <laughs> this is so- <laughs> right, right, right. You want some peaks and valleys? And yeah. Shit, you know? Nick, you love this one. <coughs> Which one? You should only enter a Starbucks to use the restroom. I actually have a joke where I don't even do that. <laughs> but I do a whole bit on coffee. I won't go to McDonald's ever to use the bathroom. If I'm in, if I was in shit Ohio, I would not go to the bathroom at McDonald's. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> Just can't. Like you, if you're about to shit your pants, gas station. That wouldn't happen to me. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather do that. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't even eaten at a McDonald's in 15, 16 years. I mean, I've been a vegetarian for like fifteen years. Wow. Um. And I just McDonald's, but I ate. I mean, I ate McDonald's growing up all the time. That's yeah, what you do, and likewise. that's that's what happens when you're from a suburb and your parents. Yeah, suburban work America. That's your diet. That's what yeah. you do. That's slowly changing. I think you know. Yeah, I mean, you can even tell with McDonald's themselves, like they are changing their own menus. Well, they're hurting. Like, they're they hurting. Don't like you anymore. They're hurting, and they. I mean, they put a dent, and they actually, you know, Starbucks put a dent in them with food, uh-huh. and then they put a dent in Starbucks with coffee. 
Yeah, because and Chipotle making... put a dent in them with healthy options. Let me tell you something about Chipotle, man. That shit is disgusting. <laughs> it's not. I people, t- but I didn't eat it until a month ago, ever. Because I was like, that's gross. Why would I eat that? And then I, I was like, all right, let me try this shit. Let me go because I've heard about it. It was gross. <laughs> Just the veggie burrito, right? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, I had the veggie burrito. I had the guacamole. I, like in, yeah. in New York, we're starved for real Mexican food. You, you know? are. I mean, you there's really a mission are. cantina. Danny Bowen did a, a mission can The mission Chinese guy did mission cantina, which is excellent. But that's it. I mean, there's yeah. a couple places you can go to, but they're usually a little more. It's not like out here where you can go on the street and get something amazing. Like you have to go to like a restaurant. It's a right. thing, you know. Yeah. Ooh. I I know a girl who's never been to Chipotle, and I was like, it's worth it for you to never go just to say you've never gone. That's I'm disappointed that I went. That's exactly what I was trying to go for. You yeah. should marry her. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's going pretty good so far. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I mean, Chipotle is not great, but but I mean, there's no reason, in my opinion, if you live in L.A. to ever eat there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I like this one. Oh, you surf? I just stopped listening. <laughs> I mean, that trend is ju- I'm. Out here, I feel like it's a cultural thing, and it's very different. In New York, it's that like... That Saturday shit, I don't understand. I mean, look, man, those I love those guys. They're very nice guys. The stuff is beautiful, but I'm like, where are you guys going? They It's just a look. No, they get up at fuck 4 a.m. and go to Rockaway. They do that. like Really? I mean, now I'm sure it's more difficult because they're a, such a huge... I mean, they're killing it. They have two stores in New York. They have, they I think have, they have two in here. Japan. Yeah. They, yeah, I mean, it's going very well. Um but it's it's not they are a they're the face of it. Right. They're not the problem. The problem is the people that are underneath them like, oh yeah, man. I mean there's these there's this <laughs> brand that sells shirts that say surf in Paris. What the fuck does that mean? I have like that doesn't no mean idea. anything. And those are they're popular shirts. They're a hundred dollar t shirt. I see people wearing them in Soho all the time. And they could just go forever with that. Forever. It's like surf in India. It's a trend. Like, I mean it's just a, it's a trend like anything else, but it it. I think a lot of people, and I know it yeah. affects, so therefore it affects. I would me. buy a surf Antarctica shirt. There you go. That's good. You should, that's yeah. just so ridiculous. You just gave away a freebie now, man. You should have kept yeah. that for yeah. yourself. Man. I know. I should have. Fuck. Oh, well. Don't get a sexually transmitted disease. Number two eighty nine. See, <laughs> look at that. That's that shit. Who can't relate to that? Buy this fucking book, man. Who can't relate to that? <laughs> uh, so where this is available on Amazon. Well, it's yeah, it's, it's currently sold out, out on Amazon. It will be back very soon. It's That's available. That's a cool thing to I'm I'm just, no, it's it's going very well. I'm really happy about it. Yeah. It's just like that's where people go. So you can go to barnesandnoble.com and buy it, but who's going to barnesandnoble.com? You yeah, know? I have never exactly thought to do it that. It doesn't look very so I'm good. I'm like, yeah, Amazon. But ahead. you can buy it. I mean, I try to push people to you know, like out here um it's available at Book Soup, where I'm doing my my talk later That's a today. Great place, yeah. um, it's available at at Space fifteen twenty um, and all Urban Outfitters across the country. Um, it's available at Colette in Paris, in New York. It's at the Moment Design Store and McNally Jackson in Soho. This um, is cool. St. Mark's Books, I believe, is going to yeah. have third press. St. Mark's is the shit. You said, yeah, man. It just I, I don't. Yeah, it's like one of those um, things where it just kind of like it it. Some people placed large orders before the book was out, and then there's a pre. It was on pre-sale on Amazon, so all my people pre-ordered it because they're you know showing love, right. yeah. and then it kind of caught up with us. So we're gonna have books. I'm doing an event in New York on on May 20th, um, and we'll have there'll be it'll all be restocked by then, hopefully. Wow. So yeah, it's going really well. I mean, it's a book, so I mean, 
You're not going to make any money, but it's going very well. <laughs> it's just cool to be like, I'm a fucking author. I, you have no idea. And man. I can do a book signing. Because when I was approached to do this, that was the only thing I thought about. I was like, I have no business doing this, so yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, like, yeah, whatever yeah. you want me to do, just I'm going to do it. 110% go for it. 110% go for it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm a, I'm a huge book collector. I've published a lot of books um, and zines and all that kind of stuff. So for me to have my own um, is is really exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. really exciting. It's really gratifying, and it feels like I'm batting out of my league. You know, it's like, right. you know. Now, do you already have plans for like a second one? I mean, I could do this all day. I mean, I could do. Yeah. I could yeah. do this is volume one hundred if I want. Right. No, I w- I would like. I mean, you know, I would like to turn it into something more of a talking head kind of thing. Okay. You know, where because once you have something. You know, I would like people to come to me as the guy that, that it is. is a hot business card if you think about it. Yeah, that's the idea. So you know, I would love to do you know, I would love to do stuff like that, and I've done some stuff like that in my in the past, um, and I, that's what I would like to come from it. I think that's more. I could do three of these, no problem. That'd be great. Um, but career wise, I, I think that it's it's smarter to look look, you know, a little further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but we'll see what happens. You never know. I mean, those opportunities, I, c- I can only do so much. I mean, I put the book out. I can talk about the book, but somebody has to get it and be interested, you know? Yeah. And tell people what the, your websites too. Uh, done to death projects.com. Um, Instagram is at done to death projects. Twitter is at done to death. Um, I think that's it. Where did yeah. that name come from? Um, classic Hoobastank moment, you know, like I, like I, I read it somewhere. I was like, oh, that's a good name. I'm like 22. That's going to be the name of my company. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's yeah. the name of the fucking company. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what it cool is. I, I, it could be worse. You know what I mean? That, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I, I like it. But then when people ask me, I'm like, I don't have some incredible, like, you know, it's not my mom's middle name or something. You know, I don't have <laughs> right, a great, right, right, I don't right. have a great some reason. romantic background. Yeah. I have no romantic background for it at all. Thing. Yeah. So done, at done to death. Yes. Instagram, Twitter. Very valuable resource to Twitter to follow. Yeah. yeah, that's that's how it's supposed to be. Thank you for that. Yeah, good job. Well, thank you for doing this. Yeah, oh, man. man, thanks for having me, guys. It was very pleasant. Have fun yeah. at Book Soup. This is yeah, cool. well. Um, and then when's the New York signing? Because this won't come out for like a couple of weeks. The yeah. Book Soup thing will already be done. Yeah, New York is May 20th. Um, just follow me on Twitter. It's at a, it's at a friend's space on Broadway um, in Soho. Uh, so there's more details on that we're working on. Okay, cool. Awesome, dude. Thank you again. Thanks, guys. All right.